It's about time that we preview the Sun Devils game against Fresno State tomorrow. Let's get into it on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. And a shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe, and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post our free content Monday through Friday. You can stay in touch with that by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 in the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. These days, every potential new hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. All right. It's about that time that we that we preview the Sun Devils game against Fresno State. And this is I have really mixed feelings about this game. In one sense, I do think that they can come out and get this win and start the year two and one, which would be just absolutely massive. But in another sense, I've I've seen this game or this game. I've seen this team through two games so far, and I just don't know how much confidence I have in them to be able to put a full 60-minute effort out onto the field, which is something I talked about yesterday. So check out that episode if you have not already. It's it's a team I want to love, but it's just really hard to get all in on them, unfortunately. And, you know, there's there's time for them to be able to, to kind of turn the corner here and be a more consistent football team. But until they show me that, I just don't know how much I trust them. But, you know, we'll get into that momentarily. The first thing we're going to do is preview the offensive side of the football as we always do and then flip to the defensive side of the football so offensively looking for the sun doubles uh they're going to be without two of their two of their main guys so you got jalen conyers the star tight end will be out of the game and to carlos brooks the number two running back who has been heavily featured in the offense will also be out for this game i do not have their injuries in front of me i believe conyers is a foot and I don't remember what Brooks is. My apologies. For some reason, I didn't even think to pull that up as I was preparing for this podcast. I got everything except that. So my bad. I will be sure to uh, include those moving forward. But they're both going to be out of this game, which means that Bryce Pierre is more than likely the tight end one for this team for the week. And for running back two, I think you're going to see a committee with Tevin White Kyson Brown and uh, Javen Jacobs. We have not really seen Jacobs or White on the field very much this year, if at all. And then Kyson's first carry was a loss of three yards and a fumble. So it, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how they're going to move forward with that. But the good news is I really like these guys. Bryce Pierre especially is somebody that I think has really grabbed some of the limelight for the Sun Devils and somebody that I'm really excited to see moving forward he has another year of eligibility so if Jalen Conyers were to declare after this year Pierre could come back in theory and be the number one tight end next year and be able to flex his stuff and show that 
he is also a very capable tight end for the team. Really excited about him, and I just want to be able to see him getting more of a chance this year to kind of strut his stuff. Last week against Oklahoma State, he had one catch for 12 yards where I believe he turned that into a little bit more, but he had stepped out of bounds. He's a stud, man. He he really, really is. I encourage you guys to get excited for number 13 this week. I'm certainly going to be paying attention to him. He's going to be one of the Sun Devils near or at the top of my list for guys that I'm going to be uh, watching very, very carefully on Saturday night. I'm also going to be looking for the running back situation, obviously. It's it's going to be a big old committee with Kyson, with Tevin, with Javen, with George Hart. Like, There's a lot of guys that are going to be rotated into this offense right now at the running back position. The good news is you have Cameron Scadaboo still to be the number one back, and I would anticipate he's going to get a very heavy workload in this game. They've definitely run the ball a lot this year, 68 carries, and... Uh, 52 of those coming between Scadaboo and Brooks. I would imagine that Scadaboo is going to be a lot closer to that 20 carry, 20 carry margin over this week. You're also going to be paying attention to the offensive line. And look, they've been solid, not great. Uh, Jaden Rashada has been sacked four times this year, which for what it's worth, that's two a game, which is really not that bad. That's 24 sacks over the course of a season. Put that in comparison, uh, Caleb Williams was sacked 30 times last year. So that's not terrible. It'll be really interesting to see how they move forward, though, with some of the injuries that are going on. So Isaiah Glass missed last week. Uh, Bram Walden was playing. I thought he did a decent job. Emmett Bully is now out for the year. I imagine Aaron Frost is going to get that job, but he's also been playing inside at guard. And they have uh, Max Ionaker, who was the player for them last week. Uh, really interested to see if they do like a pitch count at that position or if they're going to be, you know, steady with one guy. But Aaron Frost is definitely the wild card that I'm really interested to see. And if he's Isaiah Glass is good to go, he's definitely back in the lineup. But I, I, I am a Bram Walden guy, so cross that bridge when we get to it, though. Defensively, I want to see that the pass rush is still there. Last week, they got three sacks, and they did a really, really good job dialing up some pressure. BJ Green was a beast. He had two of those three sacks. You had a sack that was split between Trey Brown and, oh, not Garen Stansbury. Uh, Prince Dorbaugh? I have to look it up because I have it right here. Yes, Prince Dorbaugh. So Dorbaugh and Trey Brown then split a sack last week. And then you had another sack from Clayton Smith that was wiped away from a penalty in the secondary. So you could have had four sacks. Pass rush looked really good. You just want to be able to see it replicated success going into week two or week three. And you don't necessarily need another four sack performance, but if you got two sacks, you'd be happy. If you just saw lots of pressure, you'd be happy. But I do think you need to see some sacks to prove that this is going to be a team that's going to be able to, to dial up that pressure when you need them to do so. BJ Green, I have a lot of faith in. Clayton Smith, I'm still really excited about. Uh, the rest of the guys, I think you got a really good rotation going on. I'm just very interested to see how everything ends up shaking out for this team. And then you're still waiting for those turnovers. You're waiting for the interceptions, the fumble recoveries, anything like that. The Sun Devils have not recorded a turnover this year. You are hoping that that changes this week. This is definitely one of the more important aspects that the team has just not been able to capitalize on. And part of the reason that they're not winning games 
is because they're not able to put their team in position to have those extra those extra drives. Get the defense off the field a little bit quicker with a great play down the field for an interception, with a big tackle behind the line of scrimmage that forces the ball out. Turnovers are very important to winning football games. And with the Sun Devils not forcing any turnovers this year, that's definitely a number that needs to change moving forward if they plan to win more football games. Looking at this game against Fresno State, it's going to be no different. The Sun Devils are going to need to find a way to be able to dial up those turnovers, to be able to get the offense some more extra possessions. Because with the way that the offense has stumbled for a full 60 minutes, they're going to need more chances and more opportunities to be able to get their footing and keep moving forward and progressing. But if they, if the defense is able to do their part and get those turnovers, then, you know, I do have faith that the offense can start to, to be better moving forward. And these days, every potential new hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you should be checking out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You should know as a small business owner just how important it is to have those right people and you can get your job posted in minutes on LinkedIn.com. Once you do that, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. And as you know, Getting that right team member can have a positive impact and measurable impact on your business. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. College football season is here and the season locked on is, excuse me, and this season locked on is kicking up our coverage with locked on college football kickoff every Friday. Locked on will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every locked on college YouTube channel. College football kickoff live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry, rivalry games, and go in depth like only locked on can including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering the team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, or on any Locked On College YouTube channel, and you won't want to miss it. We promise you it's the best coverage that you can possibly get for your teams. Back into our conversation now and taking a look at the at the Florida, not Florida State. I have FSU here. That's why it threw me off at the Fresno State football players to watch. Now, I had gotten a chance to talk to some of the Fresno State uh, analysts earlier this week on Beware of Bulldogs podcast, and I had to ask them, I said, look, I do this every week for my podcast. I need you to give me a handful of guys I need to look out for. They gave me two guys on offense, two guys on defense. The first guy, you know, it kind of goes without saying, is quarterback Mike Keene. Keene has been pretty good to start the year off. Uh, completing 65% of his passes, six touchdowns, two interceptions, and averaging literally one yard under 300 yards a game with 599 yards through his first two games. They got their leading receiver, Eric Brooks, with 265 through the air. They have just been able to move the ball very 
very consistently through the air, which if you know anything about Fresno State football is not a surprise. They've always been a team that airs it out with both of the Carr brothers being there. They most recently had, of course, I'm drawing a blank on his name. He's played there the last handful of years. He just got suspended. Uh, uh, Hayner, I can't remember his first name. Hayner is the quarterback who was able to air the ball out for them as well. They've always been a team that airs the ball out, for lack of a better term. So with Mikey Keene, you're going to be interested to see what he can do through the air. The Sun Devil secondary is definitely going to be tested a little bit, but they've been up to the challenge for the most part. They've played very well through the air with D Ford, with Roach Horns, with Shamari Simmons. They've all really stepped up their game. Jordan Clark. I'm definitely going to be paying attention on the defensive side of the football to see how they match up with some of these receivers and how Mikey Keene is going to be able to air out their attack. Now, I was told that their offensive line is a little bit suspect, so I'm curious if they can get after him. He has been sacked five times this year. Hopefully, you're going to be able to be able to add two or three or, you know, maybe double it. We're we're definitely going to see how important the trenches are in this game with a below average Bulldogs, Bulldogs offensive line against what has the potential to be a very good Sun Devils pass rush. If they're able to build on what they did last week, this could be one of the big difference makers for the team. Also was told to watch out for Trey Watson, their tight end. He's off to a slower start this year, just nine catches for 87 yards. But I was informed that he is their version of Jalen Conyers and that big athletic tight end who can really beat you in more ways than one. He hasn't scored a touchdown through his first three years of his career. But of course, this would be the game where he could get his first touchdown. He is that athletic marvel for them. And at 6'5", 245 pounds, I understand why he would get that Jalen Conyers moniker because he is the athletic dude who is like a lot sneakier than you might realize and somebody who can make a lot of moves with the ball in his hands and somebody that might surprise you with what he's able to do. So I'll be keeping an eye out for Trey Watson, number 84 on the offense and see if Mikey Keene and him can hook up. Defensively, I was told it's their top two corners. You've got Cam Lockridge and Carlton Johnson are their two guys that I was told to keep an eye out on. And obviously they're going to have their hands full as they go up against uh, Elijah Badger, Xavier, Xavier Guillory. I almost said Xavier Con- uh, Conyers. That's that's not it. Xavier Guillory and Elijah Badger will be able to give them a run for their money. But both of these guys are senior players, both of them at six feet, but both very light. Cam Lockridge at 179 pounds and Carlton Johnson just 165. In the run game, I feel like you can get pretty physical with those guys. I feel like Badger and Guillory and whoever else should be able to hold their own on their blocks and be able to get to that second level and create seams and different pathways for Scadaboo and the other guys to be able to run through, get to that second level, break off the big runs. That's what I'll be looking forward to. But if those guys are as quality and coverage as I was told that they are, then I'm very, very interested to see how the Sun Levels are going to be able to hold up against those guys. You look at two six feet tall corners who are what I was informed are the best defensive players on Fresno State. I'm interested. 
I'm very, very interested to see how this ends up shaking out with the passing attack. And Jaden Rashada has been under 60% completion in both of his starts so far. Can he finally get over 60? Is he going to be able to connect on that deep ball a little more consistently? How's he going to be able to handle all the other throws? Is there going to be open opportunities or are these corners going to be able to give ASU's deep or not deep, uh, wide receivers a little bit tougher of a time during this game? That's what you should be paying attention to on the offensive side of the football is how these corners, number 20 Lockridge and number two Johnson, are going to be able to line up on these guys. Very, very interested to see how they end up shaking out. But, you know, the bottom line here is this is a good Arizona State Sun Devils offense. I do have the faith in them to be able to continue to air the ball out, mainly because I just trust these receivers. But it's also going to be really important that Jaden Rashada is going to be able to find a way to be able to get the ball to those guys consistently. The NFL season is here, and there's incredible offers on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off their NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. One more time, wherever you're getting your podcast, make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content, Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms. It's everybody's favorite time. Bold predictions and a score prediction. We'll start with the, with the bold predictions. Remember, this is two on offense and two on defense. First one on offense, I'm doing it. Jaden Rashada, 60% completion in this game. I don't know if he scores any touchdowns, but I will say that he finally gets over that 60% hump. He, like I said, has been under 60% in both of his starts so far. He is completing just 56.7% of his passes through two games. Three touchdowns against one interception. Inconsistent on the deep ball. I think this is a game he finally gets to a more consistent level of play. At least if they're able to do some stuff underneath. I don't know if this is take a lot of deep shots with the way that Rashad has been playing. I could see it if you just want to get him more reps and opportunities to be more consistent with it. But I can also see Dillingham trying to take a slightly more conservative approach with the offense and just get things running and get things to be more consistent. Because I think right now, when you look at this offense, it's just a team that has been sputtering. Not enough consistency here, not enough proven drives. There's a lot of three and outs. There's a lot of suspect play calling. I think Kenny Dillingham's going to take a much safer approach this week and try to get things back on the right track so that moving forward, it's not as big of a mess. So I think Rashada is going to get to that 60% completion margin. Again, I just, I don't know how many shots you take down the field, but I do think that they're going to find a way to be able to get this thing moving. Second bold prediction here. I got Cameron Scadaboo over a hundred yards rushing, not just scrimmage, a hundred rushing yards and two touchdowns. He has been very good so far to start the year. He has had a touchdown in each of the first two games, should have had 
three total touchdowns, but you know, we've talked about that plenty. But a touchdown in each game, I'm going to say that he doubles his touchdowns and gets into the end zone twice on the ground. I'm also going to say that he gets over 100 yards rushing. This is really going to depend on the trenches and seeing how Arizona State's offensive line is going to be able to match up with Fresno State's defensive line. I wasn't told whether or not Fresno State's defensive line is like a big time difference maker for the team, but it's going to battle it out in the trenches. And it's the Sun Devils are able to get that. I think that they can get to the next level as well. Bryce Pierre, stud tight end, good blocker. Messiah Swinson, stud tight end, good blocker. They can get up there to the linebackers. Uh, you know, Rashad Samples has preached all offseason that he wants his wide receivers to be able to block. And if you've got two lighter corners, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be able to match up with those guys very well. So I think that Scadaboo is going to have a little bit of a field day here. 100 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Flip it over to the defensive side of the football. I got BJ Green with a repeat performance of two sacks in this game. Fresno State's offensive line, from what I have been told, is not an overly great unit. I think that this is another matchup that BJ Green can really exploit, get the best out of out of his performances here, and get him up to four sacks, which would be one away from his career high. He had five as a freshman. This is a game where your pass rush could very much swing the game one way or another. If you're able to get home, you should be able to control the pace of this game. And that's what I'm really hoping that you're going to be able to do in this game. I'm hoping that BJ Green is going to be able to tip the scales for you. And obviously you want to see other guys as well. You want to see your interior. You want to see, you know, blitz packages from your linebackers and whatnot. Obviously Clayton Smith's a really big deal as well. But I think that this is a BJ Green game for the second week in a row. I got him with two sacks in this game and hopefully one or two other sacks from the guys around him. Last bold prediction for the defensive side of the football. I got our first turnover of the year. You heard me right. First turnover of the year for the Sun Devils. And I mean, this isn't necessarily a a team in Fresno State that is like turnover heavy. I know that Mikey Keene does have two interceptions on the year, but maybe you're able to just finally get that ball rolling. That's my hope. Because if the defense is able to get off the field with those turnovers, it's really going to put them in a much better position to win this football game. You just got to find a way to be able to dig deep. Last year, the Sun Devils could not generate a pass rush to save their life. But through the first six games of the year, something like that, they had at least one interception in every game. So last year, they were able to dial up those turnovers. Hopefully. This isn't a tale of two teams and like one team couldn't rush a passer, but they got turnovers and the other team couldn't get turnovers, but they could rush a passer. Hopefully you find that mix through two games. They don't have a turnover. I think this is where that finally stops. I think this is going to be a, a matchup where the Sun Devils can finally record their first turnover of the year. And hopefully more than that, maybe it's an interception. Maybe BJ Green gets a strip sack. Bottom line. I think the Sun Devils are getting their first turnover of the year. Finally, for a score prediction, look, I really thought that Fresno was going to win this game. 
for pretty much the whole year. I have it written down on my notes that Fresno State is going to win this game 24 to 17. But after putting some more thought into it, I am going to change my score. As I have talked myself into this, as as much as I am trying to keep my analyst hat on, you can see that the hat I'm wearing is for the Sun Devils, as I always do for the podcast. And I am going to change up my final score prediction. I am going to take the Sun Devils to win this game 20-17. to 17. I believe in this defense the way that they have played. I really think that Brian Ward has done some very good things with the defensive side of the football, which, in fairness to me, I have been very high on Brian Ward the entire offseason. And now you can see why, because it is paying off big time for the Sun Devils. They're getting pressure. They're holding teams very, very well. The only reason that they gave up as many points they did last week is they were tired. So if the Sun Devils can play competently on the offensive side of the football and give their defense a chance to catch their breath, yeah, I believe in this defense. And with Fresno State's main component of their offense being to throw the ball around and the Sun Devils having a strong secondary, I'm taking the Sun Devils to be able to win that matchup. From here, it's going to be about the offense. I got Jaden Rashada completing 60% of his passes, but... Maybe he only throws 150 yards. In this scenario where I got the Sun Devils winning 20 to 17, there's probably no touchdown passes here. If if my predictions come true and Scadaboo gets both of his touchdowns on the ground. That's just the way I see this game going right now. It could very well change. But after going through this on the podcast, I am changing up my score prediction. 20 to 17 Sun Devils. I'm curious what you guys think is going to be the final score as well. I'm curious what your bold predictions are. Who are the guys you're going to be watching out for? What do you think of Bryce Pierre? What do you think of the running backs? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. You can always hit me up on Twitter as well. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sunables. But guys, that is all that I have for you on this edition of the podcast. Thanks as always for tuning in. And remember, wherever you're getting your podcast to hit, like, and subscribe. And turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Free and available Monday through Friday. I will see you guys on Monday to recap this game. But until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sunday.